we didn't think would be disrupted for at least another five to 10 years. And all mm. of a sudden, AI is just pumping out some incredible, magical things that are happening. And I'm gonna take everybody through them today. And also some personal changes that are happening in many people's lives. Uh, Ambitions have changed, your dreams yeah. have changed. And so there's been this unraveling of a future that you thought you were heading to as the person that yeah. you thought you were becoming. And yeah. that's all changed. Welcome to the episode 117 of The Expansive. We are grateful to have you here with us today. So thank you so much for sharing your time and attention with us. Since the beginning of 2022, we've had 7,913 hours of listening to The Expansive by you all out there. And we are so incredibly grateful. So thank you so much for that level of attention. And right now, we have a 96% hit rate from over 125 people who have listened to the podcast. So again, we are so very grateful for everybody listening and giving us your attention. If this is the first time or listening to The Expansive, welcome to it. It's a podcast for people who want to live a more expansive life. And my name is John Sane. I'm an author, a speaker, and a future strategist. And I'm always, always joined by my ever handsome and now a best-selling author, Eric Kruger, who is also a best-selling author. That's the second time I'm saying that. What a proud moment. A keynote speaker and an executive coach. Eric, how are you and how's everything going? Hey, brother. I'm well. How are you? What's happening uh, there in... Well, you're still in Cape Town for the moment. You are heading to Mexico soon, though. Yes, in about three days, I go to Mexico, but uh, let's keep keep focus on you for a bit. Let's keep focus on okay, you. Don't worry okay. about me. What's happening there? <laughs> yeah, no, listen, things are good. Um, I've been heavily focused on working with teams in the past few weeks. So that's been good. The book PR is slowly starting to come to an end. Um, it's been crazy. I think I've done a thousand, it feels like a thousand interviews. Yeah. Um, we're just joking offline because it's like, you have this like script in your head and you know what kind of yeah. questions are going to come. And at some point it just becomes yeah. repetition, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's all kind of dying down. We hit the bestseller list for about three weeks in a row, um, which I'm very, very happy about. It's very grateful for a lot of efforts and intention went into creating that. So yeah, it's good. I'm in a good space. Um, how about you? What's been happening for you? Well, congratulations, Eric. Again, I think just to have a book out is amazing. To get it into the bestseller list takes a lot of effort. If anybody has ever even tried to do that, uh, I know it well myself. Uh, we are about to ramp up to our launch in July. Mm. And we have like, I don't know, eight different people making 20 different decisions. Who's seeing what, where? I mean, the events are happening, starting to get loaded. The launches are starting to happen. So the effort is just monumental. So congratulations. Um, I want to jump straight into the topic as I start to speak about myself, uh, as cool. you've asked, there's really, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like there seems to be a, a massive shift in many people's lives out there. And uh, I've been watching this pattern, you know, it's weird. I don't know why I'm good at seeing patterns, but I see patterns everywhere. And I guess when you start looking for these sort of patterns, they are really are everywhere. Mm. And so I want to call today's podcast, The Great Unraveling. And there seems to be an incredible level of unraveling in both people's personal lives, as well as how technology is starting to disrupt places and products and services we didn't think 
would be disrupted for at least another five to 10 years. And all mm. of a sudden, AI is just pumping out some incredible, magical things that are happening. And I'm going to take everybody through them today. And also some personal changes that are happening in many people's lives. Uh, how does the unraveling uh, sort of fit with you, uh, Eric? Are you finding anything resonating with that word? Yeah, for sure. I mean, when we were just speaking offline about the topic for the day and you started taking me through some of the thinking that you want to bring to the podcast today, it immediately hit home for me. There's something about the unraveling that feels very, or, or the, the term that feels very human, that feels very true, that feels very um, felt. Like that's maybe the word that I'm looking for. It's like, it feels felt like, you know, we, we've all been experiencing this for the past two years. And I think that's a great descriptor for what we've been feeling is that we see so many things that are unraveling right before our eyes. And it's not just happening in one aspect, it's happening in many aspects. And it becomes quite overwhelming to deal with. So I look forward to hearing what you have to say about it. Great. Well, look, uh, again, I, I was in the shower this morning and I was thinking, what do we want to talk about? And it just came to me to this idea that I had a phenomenally monumentous day yesterday. And if anybody lives in Cape Town, you'll know that Monday, the 6th of June, had one of the best sunsets I have ever seen in all my life. And really, it was almost like dusk was in suspension for like 20 minutes. There was this crimson, red, orange dusk for just hung there. It seems like the sun just didn't go. It just stayed and stayed and stayed. And it was just phenomenal. But yesterday, I had three of my very, very close friends tell me that they're getting divorced. One of them has been married for 30 odd years, another one for 17 years, another one for five mm. years. Sure. And all of a sudden, in one day, I get told that people that I know intimately well are getting divorced. And I kind of knew about two of them, but the one was a total surprise that I didn't even think about. And mm. it was a very hard and emotional day because I had a lot of conversations with these people. And actually, some of them are very relieved and some of them are very upset. You know, sometimes divorces, not sometimes, every time a divorce happens, and I remember this from my divorce, the one person gets divorced before the other person, you know, mm. one person's left years before the divorce actually happens. And some person, one person only starts their divorce at the time of divorce, you know. And so the unraveling, this idea of the unraveling really got me thinking is that people's personal lives are being unraveled in such a deep and painful way, you know, in many, in many ways. And then I did family constellations on um, Sunday. And if the listeners don't know what family constellation is, please go and Wikipedia it. It really is a phenomenal process of dealing with subconscious patterning that we have that we often don't get access to. And usually I used to think that you could only access your subconscious through hallucinogenics like ayahuasca and uh, shamanic work, but family constellation is just a process and it does that. And I unraveled deep guilt that I have been carrying because of religious backgrounds around aspects of my life. And that was such a deep moving uh, scenario. It felt like I unraveled not only my past, but maybe even my lineage's past because the dogma of religion has been sitting inside my family lineage for many, many generations. And to release that just felt like, like I let go of, I don't know, tons of emotional pressure and guilt. And, you know, we all have this level of guilt where we think we shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z, or even we call food like cheat day. It's like mm. you're cheating on, like we have such bad connotations attached to certain things that we don't even realize we have. 
And so that's the first scenario. You know, I don't know if you know anybody around you, Eric, that is having some personal unravelings before we get into the technology. Where where do you well, head around that? Well, don't you think we all are experiencing unravelling also just in the fact that because work has changed so much over the past two years, and we've actually spoken about this in the podcast before, which is that ambitions have changed, your yeah. dreams have changed. And so there's been this unraveling of a future that you thought you were heading to at the person that yeah. you thought you were becoming. And yeah. that's all changed. Like <laughs> that, directly after this, I'm heading yeah. out to uh, go speak to an EO forum. And yeah. I'm not getting dressed up in a three-piece suit for that. Whereas before, yeah. like that was sort of my go-to. And like, it sounds yeah. like a small thing, but that's a big part of yeah. my identity that has shifted yeah. in a way. Yeah. So I think, you know, if I, I think personally for myself, I've seen a lot of unraveling. I feel like I'm dealing with unraveling at the moment as I'm also mm. kind of shifting focus in my business. That mm. feels like an unraveling for me. Mm. So yeah, I definitely see that. Um, I, I haven't experienced the relationship part of it as much as- Of course, as, thank as, God. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. No, but even just in, in, in the people around me, but I've definitely experienced it from a ambitious goals futures point of view for myself mm. and definitely mm. for people around me. I was speaking to a lady the other day that runs a formidable business. Like they big, they're doing like a hundred million turnover a year. Mm. And she was saying like, I don't even want to look at my business. Like I don't yeah. even want to be there. I, I just want <laughs> yeah. to be at home and garden, you know, yeah. she's like, is there something wrong with me? And it's like, yeah. no, well, there's like, there's an unraveling that's been happening. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I also see a lot of friendships changing, you know, a lot mm. of people that we used to once be friends with, maybe even our lives. And all of a sudden we're like, I've got nothing in common with this person. How weird. Mm. It's like, mm. you know, I made a video the other day about having friendships in the gray. It's mm. like all of a sudden I've got all these friendships that were super tight, but they now just sits just outside. It seems like there's a real splitting of consciousness and a real splitting of vibrational, like sort of frequency that we carry, mm. you know? Mm. Um, also what I've decided to do is really ramp up my meditation practice. I've always meditated like, I don't know, 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening, or like just like uh, that sort of number, which is already in quite a lot in itself. But mm. I started to, I know a friend of mine was asking me advice on her career. And I said to her, your lack of clarity is because you are suffering from a low vibrational stance. You're anxious all the time. You're frustrated all the time. What are you doing to change the, 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 the frequency you've seen the world from? And she was like, I'm not really. I'm so busy. I don't have time for it. And you know that great meme that says, if you don't yeah. have time for meditation, you need double. Yeah. <laughs> so it's exactly that scenario, you know? So what I decided to do is obviously I'm going to Dr. Joe next week and uh, to go and do some uh, corporate training with him. And um, I decided to up my meditation. And so mm. I'm doing 90 minutes of meditation in the morning and the evenings. And really what this really does, and if you think about it, the essence of what we are and what our reality is made up from, it's made up from light. It's, it's mm. just light. You know, everything's light. We've now realized that E, e equals MC squared just tells us that all scientists tell us everything's made up of light. And so when you meditate, you become brighter because you contain more light. And when you contain more light, you see further, you're brighter, people see you more. And and they mm. often remark with, wow, you've got such great energy or, geez, you really made an impact on me or just want to be around you. And all they're trying to say indirectly is you carry more light. Mm. And so how do you carry more light? It's through meditation. It's through breaking addictions. It's through healing anxiousness. It's through all these sort of things. And the Dr. Joe meditations are really such a fantastic tool to, to do this. So for the last week or so, I've been doing these 90-minute morning, 90-minute evening. And geez, it's just... <laughs> 
synchronicities increase, mm. just clarity increases, your brightness and energy increases. And so old sort of things really fall off you. And I love the fact that Dr. Joe says this really profound thing. He says, never try and forgive anybody. Just increase your vibration, increase your energy. And the person that you wanted to forgive has no hook on you anymore mm. because the hook they had onto you was the old version of yourself. And there's a great line. He says, he's another great line. He says, if you still think about something from for somebody from your old world and you're still angry with them and upset with them, you haven't evolved. You're still that old person. Mm. And so that's always a merit. That's always a measuring stick for me. It's like, when I think about somebody I was irritated with a few years ago and I'm still irritated with them, that means I haven't evolved from a few years ago. And so that's a great yardstick. I love that. I love that. Before mm. you before you move on to, to the next, um, just for those listening and who haven't gotten into meditation, I think the easiest, maybe you can tell me what you think, but I think the easiest meditation to get into from a Jodas Penza point of view is the AMPM meditation. Yes. Um, so yes, you can absolutely. download those on the website. And what's, yeah. what's awesome about it is meditation, which is different from all other meditation, is that there's almost like pre-work you do before you get into the meditation itself. It's like for yes. the first bit, you're kind of getting your head into the right state of mind. And then for the second bit, that's actually the meditation part, whereas most meditations just try and take you straight in. And that's why people get frustrated with the process of it. Um, so that's number one. Number two is before you talk about the, the AI side of it, um, what have you experienced in your life from an unraveling point of view? Well, I think the, the uh, you know, there's so many aspects that I'm seeming to unravel. One of them is being single. You know, I've been single for many years. I don't want to be single anymore, you know, and uh, I, I have not invited a relationship into my life for the last few years. And when I was in Thailand, I decided that's the last holiday I'm doing by myself. You know, I don't want to do a holiday anymore by myself. And I think I'm now ready to invite that. So the unraveling of the old idea of success was being nomadic, being free, being moving around. And then all of a sudden now I'm like, no, 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 the unraveling of that concept for me is starting to, to fade away. And also mm. I'm meeting and having conversations with people all around the world to see what else I can do is how else I can add value to the world and, and really defining my mission of bringing more optimism to the world, both individuals and organizations is also driven my behavior and energy access. So there's a layers of the unraveling, you know, a lot of addictions that I've had um, that are also fading away from my life, you know, and just on many levels. And once I've, close the loop on them, I'll share them in more detail. I, I guess I'm mm. in the process of unraveling many of them. And, and when I'm in the process, yeah. I can't really talk about them in specificity because I, I haven't dealt with them 100% yet. Mm. Perfect. Okay. So let's move on to AI. And, and, and what's happened over the last two weeks is I have been quite literally flabbergasted. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I've been watching and everybody who's listening to this, please go and watch an, uh, a, a YouTube channel called Cold Fusion. He's a wonderful, wonderful teacher and editor and just a fantastic guy. I watch, uh, follow him on Instagram as well. Young guy, but he's got like three and a half million followers. Mm. And his videos are just fantastic. Anyway, Cold Fusion always has the most cutting edge stuff. And um, two weeks ago, they released something called Dali 2. And Dali 2 is a artist AI that is able to take any script and make it a piece of art within four seconds with 20 or 30 different variations. So for example, you could dictate to Dali 2 or to write in text. You want a Sudanese woman uh, from the 1930s that's pregnant, walking in a mountain range, done in Bart Simpson style art. And within mm. four seconds, you have 30 different variations of this, which nullifies graphic designers. 
like immediately nullifies artists, mm. immediately nullifies. And we can all say, yes, the human hand. Yes, yes, yes. But think about an ad business that says, I want to have a cat that sells a piece of cheese to Asian people that understand the nuances. I mean, just keep going, right? And mm. the ad pops up for you. And AI draws you 25 different ad variations. What are you going to do? What graphic designer? It costs you nothing. Like yeah. It changes advertising. It changes art. It changes graphic design. It changes. And when I saw this, I thought to myself, this is something that we didn't think was going to happen for years. And AI has just picked up on it. And I'm sure you know, but technology always goes through a phase of deceptiveness. You know, it's, it was deceptive for many years of what was going on behind the scenes because only the geeks and nerds and the professors had access to AI and open AI as a system. And now all of a sudden it's popped up on the other mm. side and be like, we are deep in deep fakes. You know, imagine now you could tell Dali too, um, I want a picture of Putin saying the war's over and push mm. it all over CNN and put a CNN brand at the bottom. I mean, like what now you don't know what's real, what's not real. So then you add Dali 2 on top of something called GPT-3 and GPT-3 is an open AI original text uh, system. And so with GPT-3, you can put any heading into it. And I don't know if you've ever played with it, Eric, but you mm, can go yeah. to many. Yeah, we, we, mm. it's so, I heard this ridiculous stat that over the last year, 80% of corporate internal comms have come from GPT-3. What? Yeah. So internal comms are changing because you're getting AI mm. to write it. So GPT-3, anybody listening to this, go to GPT-3, look for the millions of different websites that have used GPT-3 as the engine. They all give you free tries. The one I used was hyperwrite.ai, but there's many of them. And uh, you can put a topic in. Uh, again, Sudanese women that are 30 years old, that are pregnant with single dads, I don't know, whatever you want. And it asks you, do you want a 500 page, I mean, a 500 word, 800 word, 10,000 word article written, write you an original text article, and then you copy and paste that into Google and it's never been written before. Mm. I mean, what? It, no, it's ridiculous. So, it's ridiculous. So now you take GPT-3 yeah. and you put it into Dolly 2. What do you have? A script for a movie. Mm. Uh, what all of a sudden netflix <laughs> hollywood all of a sudden every everything we've ever thought about storytelling and the intelligence and nuances of storytelling are out the window talk mm. about the unraveling of our of our logical minds our storytelling gift all of it is unraveled in in a in a matter of weeks this is all mm. comes to the surface it's just like that's insane that's mind that's insane when i've played with mind so there's um, there's copy.ai, there's Java's, or I think Java's work became copy.ai. Um, yeah. You can literally, like, people might think, oh, it sounds, it sounds like um, novelty, you know, but really, like, when you go and work with it, this, the content that it generates is incredibly solid. And exactly. what it can do is, like, you can tell it, write me a Facebook ad. So, again, yeah. to your point, it writes you the Facebook ad, it creates the visual yeah. for you on top of that. Why do yeah. I need to hire someone who's going to create ads for me? Um, you, can, you can generate certain frameworks. So like there's this copywriting framework called Problem Agitation Solution. You can yeah. choose those frameworks and it'll write it according to those frameworks for you. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's mind-blowing. I, 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 I think all, books are done, Eric. I'm not even kidding. I think books are done. Why yeah. do you need to write a book? For what? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know. Why would you want to read a book? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know what to do with this information, to be honest. You know, <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it's so, it's so, it's so big inside my head that I have no idea what mm. to do with it. And then mm. just a few days ago, 
Nature Magazine released a study. And now if you don't know Nature Magazine, Nature Magazine is like for scientists and researchers and biologists, if you are ever featured in the Nature Magazine, it's like winning an Oscar for an actor, right? Yeah, It's like you and I getting a New York Times bestseller. It's like the, you know, it's the end of the end. Mm. And so they came out with the latest study from AI that has been able to redesign enzymes and amino acids into something called PETASE, P-E-T-A-S-E. And this new enzyme now is able to break down plastic in 24 hours. It's a brand new variation of enzymes, a brand new variation of amino acids put together in a brand new way. And AI spit it out, apparently, millions of them. And this one became the best one. So they tried it out. And if you go and look up AI in generated enzyme that eats plastic, watch the video of plastic being eaten in 24 hours. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, what we need to do, and I don't know how stable it is. I don't know where we are in the production of it. I don't know any of that. But just think about that. In all of a sudden, all the plastic that we have had an issue with in the world is going to start being eaten away by an enzyme created by AI. Dude, welcome yeah. to the yeah. future. Talk yeah. about the unraveling yeah. of individual and social structures mm. of artists. And you know what we always say in our talks, I know I definitely say it, we are safe, creativity safe, don't worry. It's only the logic that's been AI'd away. I've got to change my presentation. My presentation is like, it doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the point of this presentation, a point of this podcast today is if you're going through a tough time, we all are. Mm. If you're going through a questioning of you, your career, what you want to do in the future, who you are and how you add value, you, we're all in the same boat together. And all of us have done it at different levels, but the number one thing we can do, the number one thing is to elevate our energy. Because if we are doing the same things and stuck in anxiousness, stuck in frustration, keep eating bad food, keep doing bad practices of doing whatever, whatever it is that is not feeding your ability to elevate your energy, you're going to be continuously seeing that reality from a point of frustration and anger, which is a low vibration. The process of meditation, the process of cold water plunging, the process of fasting, the process of all these things elevate your energy. And when you elevate your energy, you become brighter and see further. And that becomes the ultimate tool set that we have available to us. Mm. Yeah, listen, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I, I kind of leave feeling a little bit unsettled, perhaps, because it feels overwhelming. It feels very big. Um, there, are, there are so many things happening at the same time that you're not quite sure how to prepare for it at a more, I want to say, practical level. So, like, I'm thinking, like, what skills do I need to learn? What do I, what, what, because we, we've had this idea, like you're saying, that um, where you thrive in a future where everything is automated is that you bring your creativity to the table. <laughs> and, then, and then once that starts getting taken away, you're like, well, what do I then bring to the table? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think there's also a, there's a level of patience that we need to exercise in seeing how things unfold, but always having the awareness and the intention of seeing where you can add more value as time goes along. Because there will always be space for for what humans bring to the table. There will always be space for us to add more value, to bring our unique flair to the table. What that looks like will change. But if you are intentional enough and in seeking it out, you will see it. And I kind of wanted to say to you earlier, when you were saying you're good at recognizing patterns, I think why you are good at recognizing patterns as well, there's a, there's a layer of experience that has come with that, but there's also that you look for patterns. 
And when you look for things, they are unveiled, uh, they are revealed to you. So I think that, that's also a big thing to take away is that you need to look for where you can add value in a world that is fast and, and faster becoming automated. Uh, look, I think also is to see patterns, you need to be above them. You can't yeah. be within them. When you're inside the game, like, you know, if, if the best analogy is a footballer. When you're on the pitch, you can't see the game like a manager can from the stands. So when you've got an elevated viewpoint of the match from the stands, like let's say up 20 or 30 seats up, you now have, you can see the patterns quite mm. clearly. Mm. So again, mm. what is the word? Elevation. So yeah. it's not about what you need to be learning. It's about how you're managing your emotional state through a process of change. This is not a to-do list. This is a emotional process of fitness uh, and exercise. And so mm. we have been in the world of doing, we've been in the world of achieving. Now it's in a world of agility and emotional stability through a process of massive change. So if you can't absolutely um, ascertain the outcome, the only thing you can manage is your behavior. And so really, it's about a behavior management process. It's about surrounding yourself with coaches. It's surrounding yourself with the input that is there to increase your perspective. And mm. so for me, it's always comes down, you know, it always comes down to this because it doesn't matter if AI is doing this. It doesn't matter if all this chaos is happening. How are you perceiving it? And are you seeing opportunity or are you seeing threat? Yeah. Are you being a danger to the danger or are you being harmless to the future, right? Mm. And so the truth is, is most people are harmless because they are like, oh my God, this is not what I expected. Well, welcome to the future. Nothing is what mm. we're expecting. And mm. I'm going to say this again, aliens are coming. Just be ready because over the mm. next few years, you're going to start engaging with other beings and you might think I'm crazy, but yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. But I'm, I'm telling you, these things are going to start evolving at such a pace that we are going to be totally left like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened, you know? So yeah, it's an exciting time. It's a scary time. And the, really the process here is it's okay that we're going through the great unraveling. You're not alone that you're going through the great unraveling. We are all in an unraveling process. Mm. I like that. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um, I think you can My take pleasure. it back. Great. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. We're happy to have you with us again today. Remember to follow The Expansive on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And stay tuned for the next episode of our new segment, You Ask, We Answer, which will be going live really soon again because we've already done two episodes. The next one is going to be Eric. So if you have any questions that we want us to answer, we do it in sort of like five-minute solo segments. And lastly, you can find out more about us, reach out to our teams and book us as speakers at every event by visiting The Expansive.com. Until next week, stay expansive. Goodbye.